This episode sponsored by Rocket Money. You can make money right now. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money. Go to rocketmoney.com slash opie. Seriously, it can save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash opie. Check it out. Opie is here and his show starts now. Blackberry smoke ain't gonna wait. Uh, that's how we start another fine radio show. Well, it should be a fine radio show. Uh, what's going on, everybody? What's up, E Rock? Hello. I, I grabbed you from the other room because I literally have uh, no one to do the show with right now. I know. I, I was supposed to have Judy Gold at uh, three o'clock. I was supposed to have Mark Norman at three. I thought, but I didn't read an email. I should have probably read the email that says that Mark's coming in a yeah, little Mark later. Had some, so he had to come in at four. And then I got uh, Tig Nataro uh, coming in today. Do you know the story of Tig Nataro? Yes, we had her on the old show. I I know, but I was right before her Netflix special came out too. Oh, right before the documentary. Well, the stand-up. Uh, I think the stand-up. Was she promoting the documentary at the time? You know what? I don't remember. I have to go back and listen to it. Because i got to tell you, if I watched the documentary before she came in, man, it would have been made for a much better appearance. (laughs) She's had some challenges in her life. But I finally saw the documentary this morning, and uh, have you seen it? You're not a doc no, guy. I, I haven't, no, I am, but I haven't seen it, but I know her story uh, about everything she went through with breast cancer. All right, what do you know cancer. about her? I just told you. There's way more than that. Yeah, and I said I didn't see the documentary, but I know it started about her with story her, with, with her breast cancer. It started with her guts basically eating themselves. They were eating her body from the inside out. And then after that... Oh, they have to go in and pull everything out and rearrange it? No, I, I don't know. I forgot what the, the disease it's call, is called, but basically it, it starts eating. It's an infection. It just starts eating your insides. It's a really bad thing to get. And then she got through that, and then she was diagnosed with the breast cancer. Okay, I didn't know the first part. And then she said, you know what, I'm going on stage. She found out she had breast cancer, and pretty much that night or a night later, she uh, she had a, a stand-up spot at Largo, and she said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. And then she that's the famous set where she goes, hey, everybody, you know, good evening, I got cancer or whatever. And that just went viral, and Louis C.K. released it, and uh, she became ridiculously uh, more famous for that. And in in between there, she also lost her mother, which was a huge influence uh, on her. And then she gets past the breast cancer, and then she meets uh, Stephanie. But Stephanie likes dudes. She's just been a thousand here with all this. But she won over Stephanie. Okay. So and they're they're but still Stephanie together. But likes dudes, right? That's what I want to ask her about. That's 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 like real love right there. You have to learn to share. They felt they felt the connection and stuff. And uh, Tig was all about it. She fell in love with Stephanie. But Stephanie's like, man, the only problem here is I like dudes. So they kind of broke up in the documentary because she's like, look, I I, I I can't do this. She was basically saying, I can't do this. And then a little time apart, she uh, decided, no, I could do this. I could learn to like pussy. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of hard to be reprogrammed. Don't cut up this audio, you son of a bitch. I I see it in your eyes. That's the sweet. uh, That's the promo for tomorrow. I see it in your eyes. So then she, Stephanie's like, you know what? I'm giving this a shot. I'm going to try out the pussy. And then uh, they fell in love. 
And they're still together? They are still together, my friend. Are they getting married? I believe they are married because this documentary ends in like two, uh, 2014-ish, 2015-ish. And in there, uh, Tignataro was going to have a kid with someone she found on the podcast. <laughs> Wait, all right. So she found somebody who listened to her podcast? Basically. That was willing to donate. Well, yeah, well basically. No, she got the sperm from her her good friend growing up. Okay. And uh, Tig's mom would have liked uh, Tig to marry this dude. Okay. But they were just friends. So, so she has somebody else who's going to be the, the carrier. So she found the sperm. She's got the eggs. One is fertile. They put it into a uh, podcast listener's uh, womb. <laughs> that's a contest. <laughs> is that amazing? That, that's, that's insane. All right. So they found somebody through the podcast who was going to carry the baby to term. Yeah. Tig told her story. Like, I want to have a child. I found the, I got the sperm from my uh, good friend growing up. I got the egg. I just need a, a house for a little while. That is a lot of legal nonsense to deal with. Yeah, but they did it. They showed no, in the documentary. Um, they, and that's that's great that they did it, but there's so much... Like, you see stories about that when you try to find somebody to carry uh, the kid for you because, say, maybe your wife can't have kids or something like that, and you find a way around it, Right. that you have to go through so much legal red tape to make sure that the person carrying the baby will develop feelings... And a bond with the kid because oh, yeah. it's inside there that of they course. don't have any right to of that child. Yeah, yeah. But the podcast listener had a kid of her own already, and then it was something she's has considered for people in her life. And then Tignataro went on her podcast and basically said, uh, "This is my story. I need somebody." And this woman said, "Look, I'll I'll go. I'll do it." So then Tig went to Seattle and met her and her husband, and then decided, "I'm here. My fucking bike lock broke." Judy Gold, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew she was breaking a bike? news? Judy Gold, I'm here. My fucking bike lock broke. God, I hope she's not too yelly today. Huh? I like your ringtone. Well, thank you. Kenny doesn't like it. Why don't you call her? See if she's downstairs trying to lock up the bike. Well, I'm still talking about the Tig Nataro. All right. So then uh, Tig sees that the egg hatched, and then they got to wait a few, uh, somebody that knows better than I. I think they had to wait uh, about a week to see if if the woman was actually pregnant. Right. And then in the documentary, uh, Tig is uh, sitting there with her new lover, the one that used to like Dick. God, I mean, I love these two, so I hope she doesn't mind that I'm. This is I'm, this is I'm, a this is a movie. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's all in the documentary. So they're sitting on the couch, and the phone rings. Like, here's the doctor. Doctor, Tig Nataro's like, I'm naming him Jack. His name's Jack Nataro. And then the doctor, uh, you know, they pick up the phone, and the doc's like, I'm sorry to tell you that uh, it didn't. Uh, it didn't take. It didn't take. And then oh. you got a really bummed out Tig, and then you got the Stephanie Broad trying to, you know, console her. Console her. So. Tig's been through a lot. Yeah, I would say so. But then I'm like, I saw the documentary, like I said, and it was it was really wonderful. It's on Netflix. It's called Tig. And then I uh, did some Googling, and it turns out that uh, they, Tig Nataro and Stephanie, are still together. I believe they're officially married now, and they just had twins in the summer. They welcomed uh, twin sons, Max and Finn, on June 26, 2016. Conceived using... Uh, uh, Wait, conceived using, I'll, uh, how do you say that name? Try it. Aliens? How do you, how would you say that name? I don't know. So I think she was the surrogate that's in the documentary. Aline? Aline's eggs via a surrogate. Who's Aline? 
That might that I don't know. Is that Stephanie's eggs? You saw the doc. Oh, there it is. It, all right, it's Stephanie's last name. That's okay. why I got confused. All right, so they used Stephanie's eggs and they did a surrogate. Okay. And now they get uh, twin boys. So Tig, so it did be, have an, it did have somewhat of a happy ending there for yeah, a couple years after the documentary, right? So that's what I uh, did this morning. I, I checked out that documentary. It was wonderful. Yeah, there's so many documentaries I have on my uh, my list for Netflix. I just never get to them because I have to watch so many other things. So I never just have the chance to sit down and watch stuff that I actually you know really like because you're constantly watching other stuff just to be up on the geek culture uh, that and a lot of I still do a lot of interviews and things like that so I got to watch uh, everything that's coming down the you know down the pipe there for who's who the next guest is right so. let me uh, let me call Judy Gold you, you suggested she just it just checked in huh she just checked in downstairs mm-hmm. so now she's waiting in the elevator. All right, hold on a minute. That's not going to be unpleasant for everyone in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> she's a bit, she's a bit loud. Let's see if she answers in the elevator. She's at reception. Okay, she's coming down the hall. Mm-hmm. No, she's not going to answer, huh? She's not going to answer. No, no. All right. So, so. So the breaking news here is that you're you hopefully you'll have your show back on somewhere. Um, hopefully, yeah. All right. There's just uh, somebody that needs to be talked to and uh, see if an arrangement can be made. Who's the person so you got to talk to? We'll talk after the show. <laughs> is it the guy in the corner office? Uh, it's the guy behind the console right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have to do with this? <clears throat> well, there's some things that we have to discuss. Like what? I'm not giving up my Friday. You don't, why? You don't do Friday anyway. I'm doing a, a bunch of Fridays. I'm actually trying to make this show work, I decided. Okay. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. Um, unfortunate for you? Yeah, a little bit. What time do you want to do Friday? I would like to have my normal 6 to 9 slot back. Oh, I see. Because that's just a uh, best of the week replay. Did you talk to Don Wicklin about this? I've talked to many people. And what are they saying? Uh, they the, What it comes down to is uh, somebody has to agree to uh, to want to give up that time slot. Oh, I see. And that would be me, I say. I have not so named any names. So now you're putting me on the spot. No, I didn't even bring it up. <laughs> you're putting me on the spot. Well, better place, uh, better place than uh, any, I guess. Right. I will have so to wait. So we'll and have see. to talk about that and see if uh, you know we can come to some kind of agreement. But do you have to make it so geeky? Um, thanks for listening because uh, we've done more than that. Well, but geeky and beer. No, well, we haven't done the beer in a while. Uh, we, were, <laughs> we were supposed to do a fall show, but then you know September and October happened, so that that fell apart. Look at this lunatic. What are you doing? Uh, hold on. Let me put you on my Instagram story, which is a massive hit, thanks to Larry. Hold on, Judy Gold. No, don't take your bike helmet off. No, I'm looking hold, at the hold fucking, on, fucking, I got... fucking fucking book. You all right, Judy Gold? You look snazzy in your bike helmet and your broken bike lock, but you're here. Sit down. Oh, wait, don't look at my hair. Huh? You can't look at my hair. It's too late. I just posted it. Fuck shit. <laughs> I even brought different glasses because everyone makes fun of me. Uh, why are you wearing different glasses? Well, I have indoor glasses. Hey, Rock, you could hang. Oh, you look pretty sexy in those glasses. Yeah. I just told the story of Tig Nataro, who's coming in here at four o'clock. Are you a fan? Yeah, I like. To, well, we all stick together. I have to do the secret handshake. <laughs> What's the secret, the secret handshake? Pussy grab. <laughs> you know that she was able to like turn a 
A straight woman? Oh, my God. I've done that a million times. But she's with her and everything, and they're, like, truly in love. How does okay, that work? that means she wasn't straight before. Well, that's the question I want to ask you. Okay, so this is what it means. By the way, I just bumped into Hoda Kotb. Yeah, good for you. Look at my fucking hair. All right, um... It means that the woman was not straight if she was open enough to... She swore she liked uh, Dick. So she liked Dick, and then she saw Pussy, Willow. Right. But, I mean, they had a, they had an attraction. They were inseparable. She she thought it was like, we're just really good friends. Tig Notaro right. obviously was not thinking that at all. Right. And then uh, Stephanie basically told Tig, she goes, uh, look, I can't do this. I like uh, I like men. And then... Uh, little, oh, my God. You know how many times a, I heard that shit? A little separation. And then right. Stephanie came around and called Tig and said, I'm coming over. And then basically and then told boom. her. And then boom. Did they do it that they, night? And they, you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they said in the documentary they were on a couch. So you, you got to think they were bumping donuts on the couch, right? Donuts? Well, yeah, because you guys both... I know what the fuck it's called. I know. Uh-huh. I, Look at me. I get all You drunk. actually put lipstick on? Yeah, for you. Thank you. I got the beard coming in now, too. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> oh good. Maybe we'll have some time on the couch later. I uh, think it's a fascinating story. I've been with I, I believe the documentary where this woman really believed that she was into men. I know, but But like, is she bisexual? Who, probably. And does Tig have to wear a penis because maybe she's missing she the penis? She doesn't have to. I bet she does, though. Well, Tig, answer some of these questions. Yeah, go ahead. But, oh, I don't know. Why? I don't know how serious she is. Yeah, she'll probably I've had her in it. here before. She follows me on Twitter, so I guess she knows yeah, what yeah, I'm about. Yeah. She doesn't have a Twitter account. Um, it's some guy who does it on behalf of her. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I just thought... Let it, me see that awful fucking photo you just posted. No, it's on my Instagram story, which is a massive hit because of Larry. Really? Yeah, don't ask about Larry, though. People are asking about Larry. I'm not answering the question. I'm sorry. Just enjoy Larry. What is the question? Uh, who the fuck is Larry? <laughs> I know, I didn't even ask. See how much I don't care. Who the fuck is Larry? But Larry's a huge hit, and I don't answer the question, who the fuck is Larry, okay? Okay. And if you go to my Instagram, Opie Radio, and you, and you join the stories, I don't know how you I'm do gonna that. I'm going to join it. I'm going to join it. Do you do the Instagram stories, Judy No, Gold? I just have Instagram. Oh, okay. You should do the stories. What What is that? Quick videos, like, hey, I'm Judy Gold, look at me, my, like, my bike uh, lock Oh, broke. I might do that. And then it's like nine-second videos. I need someone it's, with a camera. Basically, I, it's Snapchat for, like, older people. Oh, all right. Because we're not teenagers. That. All right? Well, I so did you see the Tig Notaro documentary? No. It was really good. I know. I heard it was really good. She lost her mom. She had some kind of disease that was eating her guts. I know. And Awful. then she got past that. Then she gets the breast cancer. Yeah. And then she gets the double mastectomy. And I'm complaining about my goddamn bike lock. And then she uh, then she tries to have a kid with a surrogate that she found on her podcast. Right. But she got the sperm from her good friend growing up, and it didn't it didn't uh, take it, it didn't take. And and that's that's part of the documentary where she gets the news, you know. And they filmed it. And then uh, you know, happy ending. She she ends up with this Stephanie Broad, and they're married, and they uh, and they just had twin boys over the summer. <sighs> I mean, that's great for them. Can you imagine having twins? I have twins in my family. I know, but can you imagine having to have twins in your house? Why not? At babies. What would be the problem? Well, because you're a guy, so you don't get it. 
I, I had twin brothers growing up. They're they're six years younger than me. Right, so they were and like, your mother must have been like wanting to kill herself. Well, yeah, for many uh, many reasons that is yeah. that is absolutely true. Right. She she had uh, seven kids in like six years. So what? <laughs> yeah. So and she's nuts to this day. Seven kids in six years. Yeah, me and my brother are barely a year apart. Barely. Your father must have just. He was a rock. He had a, hot, a sex drive. He had a big dick. <laughs> I saw it at the zoo once. What's wrong, once. Kenneth? Kenny's not happy today. Why? Neither am I. Why aren't you happy? Uh, no, I'm not here. Oh. So, See, he's um, not allowed to be on the radio because of you, Judy. What did I do? When you guys were doing the Jewy Jewy thing back and forth, it got a little obnoxious, and then someone down the hall uh, asked me to keep Kenny off the air. Kenneth, is that true? He can't talk. Are you saying Opie's a liar? <laughs> Wait, so your father had a really big dick? Yeah, I saw it at the zoo once when we had a like. Are you saying Opie doesn't have a big dick? No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying, so your father, you saw your father's dick, was it in a cage? It, the dick? It was, we were both Opie's at, father's we were, dick. We were both at the urinals. It was old school. Are you saying his right. father's an animal <laughs> in a cage? No, the father's dick is an animal in the cage. Judy. No, it, but it was old school where there were no partitions, and I'm thinking, you know what? Let me take a look. I'm going to take that. a look at my dad's dick. And it was pretty fucking big. But I was a I was a tiny kid before puberty, so I'm not sure. Maybe it was right. Maybe you just thought it was big because you only saw because compared size. to right, what right, right, I right. had at the time. Right. So now I'm not even sure if he actually had a big dick. Look, I, I think my brother is said he, he dead. Yeah. Oh, so we can't ask him. For 12 years. But I think my brother uh, saw it fall out in the hospital when he had open-heart surgery. And I, I believe my he said, yeah, Dad's got a big dick. Yeah, that's right. I do remember that. God, now. you guys are so mature. <laughs> <laughs> How's Dad? Uh, he's, I don't know, but his dick is so huge. Well, he was showing, I, I think he was showing my brother the catheter. Catheter, is that how you say yeah, that? Yeah, catheter. Uh, catheter. See, I missed the other T, Judy Gold. Catheter. Catheter. And, um, and then my brother said, yeah, then, it, you know, the whole thing just flopped out. So, um, my brother. It was floppy. It was like a floppy dick. It was strong. He was an older man at the time. He was in his seventies, but he's... that's not old. Do you think that's old? Died at seventy-four. That's how old my father was, but I was twenty-seven years I old. I told this for years. If you make it to seventy-four, you're going to make it to ninety. So many guys die at the age of seventy-four. Seventy-four. Seventy-four is the year. I'm telling you. What or about the, or women? the age, I should say. Women, 78? No, women are all over the fucking place. But men, I know. I mean, over and over again, you'll see 74 across the board. Yeah, it is a... Yeah. What's, I can. I can. What's wrong with you, Judy? Are you, I, I, are you into doing this today? Oh, my God! I was. So, it's like my most exciting thing today. Where's her bicycle parked? <laughs> oh, it's in the uh, that little mini area. You know that little bike area? But you have to really lock it up. And you, now I'm missing one lock. Do, I have one lock already on there. Do you have a giant bike? Is it like really big? It's Is it tall. giant? Yeah. That's what big. I mean. It's, it's tall? like the high the biggest really? frame you can get. Do you look silly riding on it? No, I ride it every Shut up. You're so <laughs> jealous of me. What? You don't he, ride your bike, you don't ride a bike. I ride anywhere. my bike. I love my bike. So what do you have? Like the really skinny wheels and I do uh, a hybrid. That's what mine is. Yeah, you got to go hybrid. You can't. He go has a bike. very expensive bicycle. Can't he relax on that? See, I don't have an expensive one because I mine's, feel like mine's like middle of the road. His is very expensive. <laughs> mine's middle of the road. I, I, I beat up my bike. I do loops in the park. 
You want to do a loop in the park? Yeah, I'll do a loop, but I'm so I'm slow. Do you do loops? Yeah, I used to run the, in the park. All I right. ran the marathon. That's being set up this weekend, which is why I was... That was the other reason I was late. They closed... Everything. See, I go through the park. I get out at 59th Street. I know exactly. I did that uh, yeah. for a very long... I used to rollerblade that route to work. Right. And boom, it's all closed off. And everyone's like from Italy. Right. Oh, look at that old they're all they're all hanging out at the uh, the finish line. Right. No, but there's a lot of families in you know mm-hmm. on their bikes. They rented bikes and they have kids that don't know how to ride. And they're like, someone one woman stopped and asked the police officer where the city part is. We were in Central Park. <laughs> That's nice. I Where's guess the marathon the city. The, city. The, yeah. The, well, I mean, when you're in the middle of you know Central Park, you don't hear the cars anymore, and you do Isn't feel like a, a most you do feel like place. you're in, in in nature. I right? know it's amazing. It's kind of creepy, but nice. A lot of people were doing like Tai Chi. There were a lot of people doing. I get the, you know. I get Tai Chi now. I used to laugh at those people. What? So you do it now? No, I wouldn't do it, but I get it. Okay. And um, do you get it? I get it. Yeah, what I do. do. What do you get about it? I get that it's a mm, strengthening your mind. Yeah, you're right. It's all about your mind. But I, I but that slow thing is a little weird. But I well, get I why they're doing have, it. Yeah, they're calming their inside. Right, and right? let yes, that they have power over their thoughts. And it's a bit of a, like a meditative thing. Yes, exactly. Yes, I was shooting hoops today. You were? Yeah. Where? I'm not saying I shoot hoops oh, all right. the time. You have to invite Ben. Really? Yeah, he'll play with you. Yeah, but he's like seven foot two. He's only six five. Yeah, but he's fourteen. He's fifteen. <laughs> well, like that makes a big difference. He's white. How's he doing? Really well. Yeah. Is he being recruited? Look at the smile yeah, on your face when gets, you talk about Ben. I know, because my That's kids. That's nice. I like my kids. Um, yeah, he's getting recruited. He got offers from D3s, but he's only 15. Now he has to be seen by Wait, the D1s and D2s. So is he in 10th uh, grade? Yeah. That's tenth, So he's already being recruited for D3s at, at 15 years old? Yes. That's pretty impressive. Right. So he's going to get uh, Division One. I. I hope so. But then I have to. Then I'm gonna. Ha- you know, I'm gonna have to go to every game. I'm right. gonna be like one of those parents. Where that, you're gonna have you know, to. Well, maybe you could like uh, set up gigs. Yeah, because that's working oh, no, really that, well. Yeah, but you could right set now. up like road gigs when they're right, on the road. I say, oh, my son is. Yeah. Then you could fly in. You could check out the game. Do right. some stand up. That wouldn't be the the worst thing in the world, yeah. right? That is a good idea. Ow. I hate the clubs though. So right now, if he wanted to, he could sign with a Division three school. Yeah. At 15. Yes. That's crazy. What mm-hmm. do you think of that? I'm very proud. I'm very proud of him. I think what? it's amazing. I think it's incredible. Yeah. So when you guys uh, check out the mail, he's getting he's getting yeah, he gets uh, offers, letters. That's wild. That's all I wanted. Isn't it unbelievable? That's all I wanted growing up, but I never got the height. I had the skills, Judy Gold. What about Stephen Curry? Uh, he's black. Yeah. That do you, hel- that do you helps. think your father had a I, bigger dick than Stephen Curry? Um, no. My my dad had girth actually, it's he's, he had some of that girth. Right. Nice, right? You're overlooking <laughs> something else. Judy Gold said what? That she bumped into Hoda. What exactly does that mean? Now I know why the guy came and told. <laughs> <laughs> Did Hoda recognize you? 
I know Hoda. Who cares if you know yes, Hoda? I, no, I know, yes, I know a million I people that I've no, seen I mean, on yes, TV. Who I know cares? Her. Not that I, I mean, I know her. I've spent time with her. So, yes, she you said You were just Judy. happy that she recognized you in the hall. No. It wasn't in the hall. She was get. She was talking to her assistant out in front of a car, uh-huh. and I went like that. And she said, "Oh, Judy." And then the assistant, who's really really nice, she gave me a hug, and then uh, and Hoda gave me a hug, and we talked, and that was it. She's very thin, right? You know, the people on television are very thin. Well, they have to be very thin because this is why I'm not. <laughs> On television, but they, they have big heads. Do you know that that newscasters have big heads? You're on C- CNN, huh? She's on CNN. No, she's not. I I do CNN a lot. I saw you on CNN. Um, oh, where were about we? About the Amy Schumer thing. The people that walked out of her show. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, you did it. For, well, I don't know if you did a good job. Why? Because the sound was off and I was in like a store. Oh, God. <laughs> fucking lied. No, I'm serious. I did see you, though. Wait, well, how's it going? Kind of wait, how's Look, it? I'll even tell you. Ready? If you're looking at the TV, you were all the way on the right. Honey. <laughs> but I, I didn't hear it because they didn't have the That's sound right. on. But um, how's it going with the new schedule on your kids? Um, You know... But you still are, miss it, the old... I'm still mad about that part of it. But, but, I mean, people have it way worse. You know, I used to pick up my kid from school, and we'd right. wander around and pal around, go to the, yeah. pet, the pet store in the park and do this and I that. I know. Oh. And now I come home, and uh, I'm kind of like, you know, still buzzing from doing right. radio. So it takes a while to calm down, and then right. all of a sudden it's like, you know, we start thinking about going to bed. So I know. But besides that... I used that, to love that when I picked up my kids. Yeah. And we'd get, like, garlic knots at the um, pizza plate. Like, there were all these things that we would... Yes. And then you walk by them now, I do, you know... My kid's 20 years old. And like, oh, remember. <laughs> this episode sponsored by Rocket Money. You can make money right now. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money. Go to rocketmoney.com slash Opie. Seriously, it can save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash Opie. Check it out. Seriously, are you wasting money on subscriptions? Well, 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. I'm one of those people. When Rocket Money came into my life, I checked it out, and I realized that I was still paying (laughs) for a few subscriptions to, ready for this, Sirius XM. So I was just paying them a monthly charge for a couple subscriptions, and I'm like, hell nah. And I used Rocket Money. It was very, very easy, and I basically saved a bunch of money. So you got to check out Rocket Money. By the way, they were formerly known as True Bill. What it does is the app shows all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. Oh, you may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel. They couldn't make it more easy for you. And Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Go to rocketmoney.com slash Opie. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash Opie. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Rocketmoney.com slash Opie. That's rocketmoney.com slash Opie. Hey, Bonnie, sit down. Bonnie, I love those glasses. Oh, thank you. Why are you all hipped up? 
I you just did TV. You had, I just did TV, so they made me look like a drag. You claim. look really yeah, good. Yeah, you got that what TV do? look. But the Kennedy. What did you do, Kennedy? No, what you do on Kennedy, I guess, is what she's saying. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. What you do on what? What is Kennedy? Told a TV some show? jokes. She's on Fox. Yeah, Fox, right, right? across the street. No, I've never been on Kennedy. Kennedy's great. She's very funny. I know. I did a pilot with her. She's got that one issue. Yeah. What's her issue? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great jacket. Thank you. It's cool because does, it's... Does that come into play that she's a Republican, you think? <laughs> well, she... But that that was her thing. That was her thing when she Right, because she was like a young Republican yeah. before that was like a cool thing. She made it a cool thing. Well, right. I remember her on MTV. Wait, I have to ask Bonnie and some she, questions. And she had a she had a buy me dinner. Actually, Ben Stiller had a uh, buy me dinner because of My Kennedy. publicist sucks. What? Oh, I don't go through a publicist to, get a, to go on Kennedy. They would love to have you. But how does he not know, like, oh, Judy should go on Kennedy? To call Kennedy? Yeah. You, you should be calling Kennedy. All right, I'll call Kennedy. You but have to I, give me Kennedy's. Can I t- I'll totally email them that you should do the show. All right. Can I, I love those glasses. They come, They came free with an eighth of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Hey! Good night! I, I yeah. You're ADD. I want to tell... I, oh, I said yeah, that sorry. Ben Stiller uh, bought me dinner because of Kennedy. Why? Back in the day, uh, we were My we, broken we were skiing, and remember MTV would do like the uh, the ski house. Yeah, you guys remember this? Yes. And then they would broadcast from the ski house and do right. all this stuff. So we're at the same mountain, and uh, Kennedy's up there, and she was dating Ben Stiller at the time. Really? Ew, he dated Whoa. her. I mean, and oh, he dated. We were her? all in a restaurant, and the girls I was uh, was with, there was a whole table, and they were freaking out over Ben Stiller. And and being really kind of loud and obnoxious about it, and then invited Ben Stiller back to the the condo for an after uh, hours party. Cock. And then Kennedy got so fucking pissed off, she went on the 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 microphone in the in this restaurant and and told everyone where the after hours party was. And then Ben Stiller was mortified and embarrassed. And then next thing you know, he he paid for our dinner. But why? I don't, Wait, he I paid don't for get your dinner because di- you were at the restaurant and she he fucked it up? He paid for everyone's dinner? Or My just- whole table because she was in, uh, he was embarrassed by uh, Kennedy being loud and but obnoxious. But did he pay for anyone else's dinner? The whole, My whole table. There was like eight of us. Right. Well, look at, look at where people. she is now and look at where he is now. Yeah. That's right. I love his wife, Christine. Okay. I forgot what else she said, but she was on the, um, the microphone and she was really mad that these girls that I was with were kind of, you know, sort of trying to flirt with Ben Stiller. I'm so mad at I, I think she said some obnoxious things and then she she announced where the after hours party was and then Ben Stiller was so embarrassed that he uh, he paid for our dinner. Can I just say I this like about ben. Kennedy? She but. is a naturally funny person. Yeah, she's she funny. gets comedy. Yeah. She's funny herself. Yeah. Anywho, enough about her. So, Bonnie, what <laughs> was your me? show last night that I wasn't invited to even though I was right next door at the comedy salon? I didn't. I didn't have a show. Bennington did, but tonight oh. you're more than welcome to come to the show that we're doing yes. at ten Where? o'clock at the Village Underground. Would you bang him? You have to be a judge the next time we do this. I want to. I want to do that. I told my brother Richard. Oh, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. But he can't. You can't go through Rich. All right. I, I want to judge. What do you, What do you do? So there's four fe- hot female judges. Uh-huh. And oh, so I'm not one of them. No, those. yes. Right. You're- Judy, you're hot. Thank come you. Come on. Look at those glasses. Uh, Look at you. <laughs> yeah. And then the guys come on and they do, like tonight is Sam Morrill, Aaron Berg. Um, Chris Stefano. Chris Stefano is oh, on I it. I love Chris. Yes. Yeah, see, that's the kind yeah. of response we yeah. like. And then the judges decide would, would they bang him or not. 
oh. after they do uh, their set. Isn't that a great uh, idea? Yeah, I got it. I got a. Wait, but, a, but she's a lesbian, so how uh, would that but work? Still, I well, could do she it. would know. Like if you like were, if, she, if she, I would switch over. Yeah, like if, right. like I'm not a lesbian. I mean, from the waist up, maybe yeah. a little. But uh, <laughs> I would know if I would bang a girl. Well, or you not. could do a girl one with like lesbians and guys, straight guys. No, Mm-mm. why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad direction to go eventually. Right. What, like all to, the judges are lesbians really up. and then all the guys are straight guys. No, no, no. No, no, lesbian, no, no. lesbian. Like a, a women perform. Right. And then lesbian the guys judges. do the judging. It's either guys we and lesbians. We can never get away with the guys judging the girls. It would be lesbo then. You could do a lesbo thing. I, I, you could do lesbos judging lesbos. I would go lesbo. Are you allowed to say that? Lesbo? Yeah, you can. It's one of my favorite words. Lesa, lesbo. I was taught I queer. Lesi. Is that wrong? Oh, queer. You know what? Queer oh, pisses is queer me off. coming back? Yeah, that's, it's a new thing, like LGBTQ. Well, no, it's questioning, Q is questioning. questioning or queer, but some people call themselves queer. But when I was growing up, queer was just like nerdy. Oh, you know what I oh, mean? Right, mm. right. Like, like queer is nerdy, a $3 like, bill didn't mean gay. It meant different. Or did it mean gay? I think that meant gay. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was like faggy. Like I was a band fag, but it didn't mean that I, you know what I mean? It just I do nerdy. miss using the word fag. I feel like yeah, was, you can't, you can't do it anymore. And, it, and I used to use I it can. as, I only ever used it as a term of endearment with my friends or if I saw or two guys like, holding hands. <laughs> Those are the only two times, Judy. Every guy growing up would call. You know, yeah, I know. Each other faggot. Uh, sorry, Judy. Faggot to me is too hard. It's harsher than. But we didn't know when we were doing right, it, and we weren't thinking. And and we truly weren't thinking gay. And I would call, refer to myself as a band fag. Oh right, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, we, or yeah, you're a. Uh, we were fag hags. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, well, you cool. were because you're straight and you're hanging around with gay guys. Right, but right. but fag is better than uh, you know the other one. It depends on the intent. Now, what if I want yeah. an inappropriate word to call my friends? <laughs> <laughs> what is the one that I would use? Dyke. Dyke? Dyke's yeah, a- I don't use that one anymore. You know what's weird is that, um, you know, when you, I'd be like, hey, fag, are you coming over or yeah. whatever to my yeah. friends, like texting them or whatever. But then once in a while, you'd accidentally do it to your gay friend. <clears throat> then you'd be like, oh, oh then no, you felt I do bad. it to my gay friend. That's what we do. Well, if you're gay, I Right, suppose. we say it. It's like the N-word for... for uh, Black I got, people, they they use it freely and own it. I got a hairdresser. Yeah. Oh boy, does he use the word f? Oh yeah, he's calling everyone that. A fag. It. Oh, is he? Is he? Uh, is yes. He gay? So I'm like, why? Why? Why could you say it and I can't? Okay, someone's calling <laughs> me. Look at the phone number. What? One six four zero three. All right, answer it on the air. What is it? It's, 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 it's probably a robocall. No good can come of that. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, that's. I know. I was start. I was getting like calls from a like a preacher. Really. And th- I accidentally because it was it kept saying Los Angeles, so it would come up. So I never answer calls that I don't know where they're coming from. Except right. Los Angeles, I couldn't stop myself. They know that too. Oh, I, I do the answering. same thing. I'm like, this is my big break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you got Los Angeles. I swear to God, the only exchange I'll answer is from LA. <laughs> yes. I'm like, it must be my agent uh, calling from another like, number. I know you always think it's like Fuck. a gig. They Fire know that though. Brimstone. How about when you get when you know it's your agent or your manager and yeah. you go, 
Oh, good. This is, and that's like, hey, um, I just wanted to know, um, can you stop by the office in blank? And you're like, fuck you! you only call me if you have yes. work for me. Well, you're with my old manager still, right? Mm-hmm. He used to call and just t- chat, just chat about his other clients. I'd be like, at some point he's gonna, get, I'd be nice. Oh, some point he's gonna get to me. At right. some, and they'd be like, I gotta, I gotta run and take this call. And you'd be like, there was nothing about me in that call <laughs> at just, all. He was just Zero. bored and wanted to talk to you. Oh, I got a voicemail from. 6403. All right, why don't you All listen right. to the voicemail? All right, let me say. All right. Uh-oh. And uh, Chuck wants in. Remember Chuck Judy? Our friend oh, Chuck hey, in North Chuck, Carolina? Yeah. All right, let he, me let me take this really fast. The lesbians. Uh, well, yeah, a little bit. Uh, what's going on, Chuck? Nothing. I just listened to the show. I wanted to ask Judy, were you ever on a show where they did like stupid people doing tricks and stuff? Yes, That's yes. What, yes, yes, I was on my that show. Wife, World's I dumbest, right? Wife, I told my wife I talked to you a couple weeks ago. She, my wife, loves you. Oh, Chuck's wife loves you, Judy. Oh, say hi. Yeah. She's in a committed relationship. <laughs> Tell your I wife, Judy. So wait. She really liked you on TV. Say that again. I said she really liked you on that TV show. Oh, tell her I said hello. But Chuck, now that your wife likes someone that is very talented and also a lesbian, is that going to help you out a little bit? I don't think that she knows that Judy is a lesbian. I don't. I don't know. Would she have a problem if she found out that Judy was a lesbian? No, my wife is is not normal. Yeah, she's um. Oh, this guy's closed-minded. Oh, boy, is Chuck closed-minded? And his daughter's a lesbian. Yeah, which really is. Which really, I think we've talked to him before. We all have talked to Chuck. Okay. Yes. So yeah, Chuck. Chuck, you're going to be on your deathbed and like, oh my god, I can't believe I wasted all that energy hating. I'm getting better. I, I used to be way worse, but I, I'm getting better. I'm All right, good. So, is good. your your daughter? Did she ever date men? Oh yeah, she was married. I got grandkids, but see, I don't you know don't that. you people don't understand that it's. I it's, don't like you saying you to straight people. people. You people, yeah, thank yeah. you. I meant thank you, you know. Bonnie. I, I would say more men who are thinking like that women change or people change. The the thing is, is that it's something that people repress because it is not an easy life, especially if you're in the South or you're a Your Southern. Your dad is Chuck. Yeah. I mean, it's something you don't want to, you know, you, you want to suppress because you don't... You want approval want, from your parents and you people just, around you. It's a you. hard life when people are like, oh, it's a choice. No one would fucking choose uh, yeah. it. I don't believe that choice thing. Oh, it's not a choice, believe me. Maybe Because women are so fucking annoying. The fact that I have to listen... Oh, can we talk about... Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, when did you blame them? Ding, 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 yeah. You know, Judy... You'd um, give anything to be a, a, like, in a, in a oh relationship with a man at this point. <laughs> it's so annoying. When you hear about when you hear about relationships where like the the woman's like my husband doesn't talk at all you're like oh sounds like heaven. <laughs> so I know those those yeah. But, but Chuck thinks that you do have a choice, right, Chuck? I I think it's a choice. I mean, I don't know. I I don't think about blowing nobody or nothing like that. I, but I, I think it's. I choice. believe I, that you're born I, gay. I, I yeah. would say ninety nine. I think there's just maybe a very tiny percentage in there that are like. I just Looking for something like what the hell? They're like bisexual. I mean, those are people who it's it's not a. I'm telling you right now, it's not. 
it's not a choice. It's that, I'm it's saying like, 99. It's like if you were making out with a guy, you'd be like, ew, this is so unnatural. I'm saying it's an extreme small percentage that might just go down there for, for shits and giggles. But if, right, right. But it's I, 99 yes. point, what would you say, like 99.9% of uh, the people are, are born that way, right? Right. It's an emo- It's like an emotional attachment, like you're emotionally attached to your wife. Absolutely. And you're emotionally I, attached to whatever his name is. Uh, I get I, honestly, it escapes me now too. I went. To, I went to school with a guy. Yeah. Probably since in first grade, and you could tell he was he was a sissy. I mean, he turned out to be gay and how. But you could tell in the first second grade he was a little right. Bit so wild. he was right, born but, like that. Yeah. Then that goes against your point. You. It was but obvious he, to I you mean, that he was born gay. No, he made the choice when he was five. He he tested well, out his mama. His mother wouldn't let him get dirty, play in the dirt. Uh, it's overbearing mother uh, theory. That's now. Judy, I had an over. Think, oh, I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an overbearing mother. My kids aren't. Do you think I'm an overbearing? No, I'm not that. No. Judy's got two. But, but Rich two has sons. an overbearing mother, and he's. Uh, oh, she's super gay. Yeah, he's uh, gay. What? I she's mean, dead. Judy. Judy Gold's got two sons. They're so straight. Well, I wanted to ask you. Your your son that plays basketball. How long has he been playing ball? Since early age. Oh yeah. I, I took does them he, to the courts at like two or really whatever, three. Does yeah, play, does, wow. he play, does he play AAU ball? And stuff? Yes, yes. He, he plays have, with the eighteen-year-olds. That's unbelievable. Be careful. Be very careful. They can burn themselves out on that shit. I know his coach is really good. Yeah, this I was, uh, warms my I was heart. This conversation. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Judy's got a kid. That's they're gonna, coming together. They found some common ground. Basketball. Yeah, I love sports. Well, Just protect his knees, Judy Gold. Gold. If you hate lesbians, uh, try talking <laughs> basketball. basketball. <laughs> I, co- I coached basketball for 14 years, and oh. I've seen a lot of kids that their parents try to no. really push them, and they play that AAU ball, then they play in the fall, then they play in the spring, and a lot of them get burnt out and have a lot of talent. Just they got to really love it. Well, he loves it yeah. more than anything, and uh, I don't force him to do anything. You're not, you're not one of those... Uh, no. You should see the fathers. The, the fathers are so oh, oh. invested in... Oh, yeah. Like, and you can tell like either they played ball and didn't make it, or... They didn't make it, but they're, you know, well, there's one guy. All right. There's one father who videotape. I'm swear to God. He videotapes the whole thing on his iPhone and talks into it. Oh, that was God. really good shot. Now you're coming down up. Oh, you, you know, you missed an opportunity right there. And oh, makes, my makes God. Makes the kid watch the video. That's a Rich Voss. Yeah. That's a Rich Voss right there because he used to watch his uh, daughters play. But I realized something while I was watching him. He imagines himself down there. Right. right. Playing with the ladies. Right. With the ladies. <laughs> yes, he does. He doesn't imagine it. Yeah. Uh, he thinks I'd be the best one on the court right now right. if I was down there. I think as soon as you, you got to keep it fun. Or as soon yeah. as it's not fun anymore, the kid is going to lose the interest, I, I believe. There's a great you know documentary. Tig Notaro! Let's Speaking get Tig of, in here. Yes! Speaking of lesbians. Uh, hey! Chuck. Tig Notaro has entered the studio! Years, my darling. Congratulations. We're taking over, Ted. On your babies. Yeah, you guys are taking over. Mazel Tov. How horrible is that with the twins? I love it. Hey, Chuck. You'll wait. You wait. Yeah. That's what people keep saying. Chuck, I don't don't know if you. uh, I don't don't think I'm going to allow you to talk to to, to, to Tignataro. Well, that's good. No, no, that's out of my league, girl. I I had nothing. I wanted to ask ask you, though, when did you get into Blackberry Smoke? 
Uh, Blackberry Smoke. Uh, people have been talking about the man for a while. Florentine said, you really got to check these guys out. And I finally uh, made the leap. And they're unbelievable. I love them. If, if you like them on their recordings, they're ten times as good live. I've seen them by bunch. I'm just I, I just dipped in. Uh, their new CD, whatever you want to call it, like an arrow, is unbelievable. And then that's getting me to listen to some more of their stuff. They've been around forever. You like t-shirts? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see them all the time. You want me to get you? I got some cool T-shirts, man. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm down to a medium finally. So send me a nice and medium of the blackberry smoke. The the girls are you, man. the girls are talking. They don't want to uh, talk about blackberry smoke. Uh, oh, what is blackberry smoke? It's a great band uh, bringing back the southern rock. Tignataro, this is my friend. He's very. He's very. His daughter's trying to sing that other band. Chuck, I'm introducing you. Do you mind if I turn him up louder? Yeah, Chuck, I'm introducing you, so shut up for a second. Oh, you told me not to talk to her. Chuck is from North Carolina. He's extremely close-minded. I don't believe in his views, but he makes very good radio. His daughter is a lesbian, and he's not happy about that whatsoever. And he lives close to... uh, uh, Where are you close to? Asheville? I'm close to Asheville, yeah, the gate capital of South. And that doesn't make him happy either, sure. okay? It all makes sense. So that's uh, that's Tignataro, a very, very uh, funny um, comedian. I thought you were say a very, very gay, <laughs> very, very lesbian yeah, you're, you're, But you're outnumbered today. I understand almost, that. Almost. But Judy Gold just got along with Chuck because they were talking basketball, see? So they you found some find, common ground. You can find common ground. And people have to realize that whether or not they are aware of it, they all know and love a gay person. I do. My wife. Stephanie. And Bonnie. Thank I you. Love Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie. I and married I Rich, and uh, so everyone knows now that, of course, I must be. Must be. Yeah, <laughs> Bonnie, you really. do you remember we kissed one time? You yes. did, Tongue? Yeah. Yes. Wow, we really? Kissed. Tongue? Yeah, and I remember Bonnie. Oh, God. We were downstairs at the improv in Hollywood, and we had a discussion <gasps> that we would go and we would kiss. And then I would rate you, right? Yeah. We went upstairs, we kissed. And she told me that my uh, mouth was dry. Oh, really? God. Yeah. <laughs> well, Is that here's true? the thing. I thought it would you be never funny. Want to be told I that thought you have a dry mouth. no, but I was trying to be but, funny. But then right. she like, gave me a kiss, real and then, but I didn't. I was just I was saying something negative because I thought that would be the funnier thing to say. But I I was. But yeah, then but you really were feelings. clearly yes. I, I didn't hurt. factor that in. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know until that moment that lesbians had feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did, then did you correct it? Did she correct it? Did who, like did she say no? I was just kidding. No, no. I think it took me years to reflect so back. So were on you? That and realize were I was you? Being mean. Did you feel uncomfortable around Tig when that was happening? No, no. I've Afterwards, always always gotten always along very TFL. well. I loved. Yeah. What kind of kiss was it though? No, but it was like a real kiss. Like she, like, I said, really go for it. You know, tongue yeah. and everything. Make me yeah. feel. I something. already asked if it was tongue. Um, I was a little yeah. distracted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I used. I, I caught up now. I really kissed her. Wow. Did you and feel then, anything? Yeah, you feel anything, Bonnie? Yes, no. that's why I had no, to I go was negative. To tag no, to like counteract. Oh, I see. We were friends before <laughs> and after. I think it brought us closer because you know, I felt like she You felt like she, I was somebody who would tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me. Yeah, I I won't even go into the other thing. It reminds me of but that is What is? That? We launched in much closer. Yeah. Um and then um we also played tennis a couple of times together. <laughs> really? <laughs> I love tennis. I want to play. She was showing all signs of being gay. Right. <laughs> Were you trying to get into the whole gay thing? 
Were you I was trying to get out. She were you with Rich at the time? She was with Mark Cohen at no, the time. Yeah, Mark Cohen. Oh, my God. But were you thinking that maybe you had a shot with Bonnie? I did have a shot with Bonnie. Yeah. And I, all right. I said, no, thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. If you can't take I my apologize. dry mouth. Yeah, go fuck then yourself. Go fuck yeah. yourself. So. Chuck, can we let you go now? I just got a question. Did they he make just out masturbated to that whole story. Their, <laughs> what? That's what I was going to say. Did they make out in their tennis outfit? Oh, did you make out in your tennis we outfit? It's not a bad ten- question. It was an excellent question. We both had tennis skirts on. and uh, Oh. Oh yeah! Really? Goes, oh no! Oh, because that's he wants to use that for his jerking off session later. That, I, she's being kind to him. I want she's allowing him to yeah. do with this. Okay. All right, Chuck. I had a headband on. I'll get me some. Paper All right, Chuck. We gotta let you go. Aren't Republicans right. supposed you, to be man. like religious? Right. Yeah, that's uh, that's Chuck. What's going on, Tig? I uh, I got to tell you, I, I tweeted it this morning. I finally saw the documentary. Oh, you did? God, I loved it. Thank you. I, I should have saw it like years ago. No, nobody needs to see anything. It's amazing they, what you went through. I feel through like in I've that. seen like three or four documentaries about you. Say you've seen it three or four times. <laughs> <I've> seen, yeah. <laughs> My, no, because you had one on HBO that was brilliant. It was no, you going to. No, that was Showtime. Oh, on Showtime, you mm-hmm. and John Doerr, who's so funny. He's the funniest human. Um, he, you guys went show. on that. That uh, that was a great we documentary. We went to fans' homes. And yes. Shows in living rooms. That's awesome. That's um, a great idea. Then, I'm assuming you're talking about the Netflix. Of course. Oh, the Netflix yes, one. The Netflix where one, yes. It went through uh, you meeting your, your yeah. wife. and. Oh, well, my no. God. Way more than that, though. You had the disease <laughs> where your insides were basically eating itself. Oh, yeah. And then you thought, okay, I got through that. Then you find out you have the breast cancer. Then you have the double mastectomy. Yeah. And then somewhere in there, your mom dies. And then uh, you fall in love with Stephanie. But Stephanie says she's into men. Mm-hmm. And I then like I guess somebody the kissed with a uh, not dry mouth. <laughs> it was it was a it, she wow. rinsed before. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, that just goes to show you, though, like how powerful love really is. Right. That's why. Well, I want to ask you that. Here's that the, the world thing, we, though. Needs to know. The, the documentary does not reveal <laughs> is that. Yeah, Stephanie, I guess identified as straight before, but she never really. Was into anybody. Oh, okay. So See, she, I've been trying to explain this to him, that you don't switch over. Yeah, she just, she had never fallen in love. She said she'd go out with a guy and he'd be like, um, can, can I see you tomorrow? And she'd be like, tomorrow? Yeah. How about in a couple of weeks? How we'll about, grab a drink. She didn't yeah. understand what. Yeah, nothing hit her emotionally. Yeah. And you well, automatically think you're straight. All right, but I the guess. documentary didn't, didn't explain any of this exactly. stuff. Exactly. They wanted right. to it, kind it, of. They wanted you to think, wow, this love is so strong because she's actually right, into right. men and now, now they're in love. You know, a girlfriend of mine years ago, um, she started dating women because she had poor eyesight. <laughs> she saw this person at the bus stop right. and she couldn't drive because her eyesight was so bad. That so bad. Is bus. that why you broke up with her? <laughs> so many things were amiss. She was the sweetest person in the world. But um, yeah, her first girlfriend uh, asked her out at the bus stop and she was like, gosh, he's handsome. <laughs> and then it was a woman and she never dated men again. Oh, wow. That was it. Wait, but yeah. did, it, did she fun. know immediately when he spoke or she spoke? Um, that's kind of when she figured it out. Oh, because, you know, sometime the very butch. Yeah. 
And I think you this know. person was very butch, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. that that switched her over. That's pretty funny. It's pretty amazing, and yeah. that now it's been like I think fifteen years. Wow! So that but I, there is something to do with the appearance of someone looking like butch. Am I allowed to say that? Well, there's guys, something. keep me on the right track here. Uh, no, because <laughs> I do to find yourself from your old life. I with me. do. Fact, <laughs> I gotta stop. Um, no, I I do feel like like uh, when I meet people that give off a very masculine and vibe I'm right attracted more to attracted to that yes. I'm more you. attracted to the feminine oh yeah well there you go well I'm not attra- you know it's just you know it's an attraction thing although yeah. I do uh, you know that's what you're into boobs yeah. are good right oh, oh, I can't no offense <laughs> yeah right Jesus. that's nice you should that's have good, taken it while you could <laughs> now they're in a well, dumpster well now you have dry mouth and no boobs so you're done with her okay <laughs> oh. that's my dating yeah. I gotta go <laughs> I can't do it and then the other part of the documentary where you were trying to have a baby, yeah. good old Jack. Yeah, Jack Notaro. And, and you filmed that, taking here's the doctor's the, call. I'm like, wow. Well, here's yeah. the thing. And, I have to say that when I agreed to do that documentary, I very naively thought that because of what I had been through, because I went through all of those things in four months, so I truly believed I was just heading towards my best times of my life. Yeah. And um, and so when they said, oh, let's make a documentary, I thought, sure, you know, film me. Like, it can't get any worse. No, right. it's just going to be like yeah. a greatest hits, awesome sure. right. highlight. And then deal. you're going to get the Hollywood ending. Yeah. With and the kid. But I had no, I t- I'm telling you, there wasn't a part of me that I I believed so much that I was going to have a child in and that we were going to capture unbelievable That's pretty things. obvious when you watch the documentary I know, like I, I got this yeah. <laughs> we got this and I was truly stunned um and was like that's a I tough scene. Really need to be by myself. That was a really tough scene to watch. Yeah, it was. It was tough to go through, and even falling in love with Stephanie. That was tough because I didn't start the movie dating her or right. in love with her, so I wasn't anticipating that vulnerability either. Mm. I and love documentaries, and this one is. Me too. Yeah. How long really did it take good. to film? Um, uh, I mean, it's. It's kind of around a, a year. Okay. Um, it was also chronicling my trying to rebuild my material because I was kind of confused as a comedian. I got all this mm-hmm. attention like I'm so dark and heavy and truth telling. And I was like, am I that or did I just have a hard time? And then right. I love silliness too. And then. Well, that's the thing about your comedy too. It really, like you went through this evolution, but your comedy did too. Yeah. Because you had to like. But I also, I love silliness. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, you're still that. I love silliness. Yes. Yeah. Silly is good. That's People the best stuff. Know me from that time period. And, I, you know, I definitely think I'm more open to telling personal stories, but. I do this chunk, this 20-minute closer now, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever done on stage, and it brings me... So much joy. Oh <laughs> if people are showing up, I love that. I love that. If people are showing up for like heavy, dark right. you know, stuff, I'm like... So are you mm-hmm. saying that the fact that Central Park was closed, and I had to walk my bike around the marathoners, and then my 
bike lock broke. Uh-huh. And I almost started crying because I couldn't take any more stress. Yeah. Are, are you filming are you, a documentary? Are you, <laughs> are you saying that that is basically nothing compared to... Listen, bad is wait, bad. Wait, does that, does that affect that does your shit bad. like that? I know. But does shit like that affect you? Like, like I get really mad at the universe like when things don't work out the way you know? i have to say it takes a lot to it took a lot before all of this to mm-hmm. really send me through the roof right and That's after so this happened you it, haven't it, been the roof well fiddler i <laughs> i always tell people i'm kind of the worst person for all of those things to happen to because i don't feel like my friends and family would be like tig needs a serious wake-up call you know, right. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, but I still got one. Right, right, right. And I do think I, I've had experiences with people, you know, different relationships, friends, working relationships, where you see them go off in pure insanity, and it's <sighs> like we're not playing the same game. Right, right. I can't right. even. You're in a yeah. different universe. Yeah, I can't even get on board with. Like this. my friend Bob Smith. Um, I don't know if you know yeah. him. Yeah, I, I know who he is. Who's okay. Bob Smith? He's my best friend. He has ALS. Is he a famous comedian? Yeah, he yeah. was the first gay, out gay person <laughs> on The Tonight Show. How does he not know who he is? And he has five books. And his new book, Tree Hab, is unbelievable. And it's about him having ALS. And he can't talk he anymore. ALS. Yeah. Wow. And he can't. He's, be, he's in a bed. He can move his leg and he point with his toe points to letters. Oh, my God. It's awful. But... <laughs> Oh my god! You know, he wrote a chapter about how we all go in. Like I go and visit him all, all the time. And I'm like, all right, I know you have ALS, but <laughs> yes. I couldn't get a fucking cab. Yeah. And the but you know, and he, <laughs> well, when I was when I was in the hospital recovering from having cancer, yeah, I was in this suite. I luckily because mm-hmm. all these friends were there being so supportive right when i woke up from surgery and in comes natasha legero oh, going mm-hmm. oh my god i was in so much traffic <laughs> and i was truly lying there with gaping holes in my chest and, and i was but like you didn't realize little bit- my entire chest cavity is missing that is right hilarious now. because i've read about people that say that they're you know coping or they're struggling with some kind of like disease or whatever no one will tell them about their lives because okay. everybody feels like oh, oh my uh, mine is too petty for you well that's what i when i said oh it reminds me and then i skipped yeah. over it you know the comedian uh, martha kelly yes sure. one of my favorite moments baskets. in my Love life baskets yes yeah, she plays she's on baskets and she's exactly exactly that person in yes. real life yes Sorry, and she's Dad. been a very close friend for years right when i had cancer she called me needing money and asked me to she asked if she could borrow it, and I was like, absolutely. And then she called back, and she was like, um, I need you. Can you wire it to me immediately? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. I love that while I have cancer, most people are, like, coming to visit right, me. Right, 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 right. She was having me go out and wire her oh money. She's like, I'm going to be evicted. And so I but I told her, I was like, I feel like this is the proof that we are good friends because it brought me. Right, right, this. right. I mean, I was thrilled. No to boundaries. That. It yeah. brought you some normalcy through that. <laughs> right, probably. Right. Absolutely. It takes way. you off your own problem. Did she pay you back? 
Uh, yes. Okay, good. She did $50 a year. She, she borrowed $200. Oh, my God. That's yeah. hilarious. $50 I, a year? And I forgot that about it. That was the it. payment plan? Uh, we didn't even come up with a payment oh plan. I didn't even expect the money. Yeah. Can I just tell you that's how hard being a female comedian is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, um, you have to borrow money you have, from yeah, your yeah. cancer-ridden friends. You have 50 extra bucks a year. <laughs> yeah. This is before she had baskets. Right. I, yeah. uh, you know. Baskets is I amazing. and She's great in it. Uh, speaking of hospitals. I don't really watch your TV show. My wife does, and she absolutely loves it. Thanks. But I did see the scene where um, your mm. mom dies mm-hmm. in the hospital, and then you have to take her with right. you. Yeah, that is an amazing scene. Thank so you. So dark and so funny. Well, it's, and you're going down the hall, and everyone's congratulating you. And yeah, well, it's it's um, when I was you know watching my mother die for twelve hours. It was the most obviously devastating thing, and I. When she did die, I didn't know how to leave her. It didn't feel, it didn't feel normal to just right. get up and yeah, walk late. out well, of that room. Where's my purse? I yeah. gotta go. <laughs> but I, in my head, I was, I was like, wait, Tig, you have to leave. And what are you expecting? Do you want them to make this her room for always? You can yeah. come back right. and visit right. her skeleton, or do you want to <laughs> leave with her weekend at Bernie's style? So um, that's what I did. Was kind of that break in reality. Um, so which, so dark and so funny at the same time. All right, I am going to say something that your listeners are going to hate. Oh no! And I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. But in the Jewish religion, yeah, you're not allowed. They have people who stay with all bodies. You know, there's people who just stay with them, so they're not alone. Wait, what? So, oh. like, if you die, if your mom died, they there she are did. people. All right, my you know my mother died. But is it family? But, is no, it no, family there members? are people. That and are assigned they, to do this? No, they volunteer. Because oh, you're wow. not supposed to ever leave... The body. The body, the soul, alone right. uh, until they're you know until they're buried. So there are, you know, people who Wait, why volunteer. would his listeners hate you for that? Oh, because yeah. like, that's always we like... We got Jews? She's a Jew. We I, got Jews. Judy going to talk about being Jewish. You know, they all... Tig, you know, but, well, I mean, I didn't even on, know you were Jewish until right now. talk about having yeah. cancer? Uh, yeah, but take. I was in the room when my dad died. Same uh-huh. thing, life support and all yeah, that. As soon as I knew he was done, uh-huh. I was out of that room immediately. No, it's hard. But to how long was like, that? Huh? He, he uh, car accident and uh, coma for like two to three days. I'm trying to remember oh exactly. Two days, and uh, as soon as he passed, I was out of there because I I looked at his body and went, whatever made him my father or whatever mm-hmm. was long gone. Mm-hmm. I felt it like change immediately as soon as he died that that was just a body at that point and had nothing to do with a vessel thank you and i i split i was like like, i didn't want any part of that when my mother died people were asking if the if i felt her spirit or you know fly out of the window and the curtains you know wave (laughs) in the wind yeah no i um didn't no, I Did felt- a picture fall off the wall later? <laughs> I saw my Ian, my father take his last breath, but you could see, you can tell the body's shutting oh, down. And my it's mother not, was like yeah. becoming frozen. Right. Oh, yeah. God. I oh. can't. Yeah. Huh? Your parents are alive? My parents are still alive. I have no okay. parents. Well. Yeah, I'm an orphan as well. Oh, congrats. Thank you. Oh, my God. My father well, died last year. My father died swimming when I was 27. No. Yeah. He what? did laps, got out of the pool. Oh, and dropped? But then they revived him and put him on life support. Ouch. Oh, my God. Isn't Sorry. that suck bag? Yeah, it sucks. Don't you hate not having parents? Doesn't it feel weird not having parents? 
It does. So now uh, that you have but kids, it's probably good that you have kids. Yeah, it's a little bittersweet. Yeah, uh, it's like those moments from like, oh my gosh, my mother would right, 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 you right. too. Mm-hmm. Like it just, it's. Um, but I also, when I think of her seeing me so happy and mm. thriving, she would just, you know, she, I think her feeling would be whenever it happened. Right. However it's happening. Right. Is, is um, tremendous. Yeah. Right. So speaking of that, so after the documentary, I went online to catch up on you. And yeah. so when did you marry Stephanie? We got married a year ago. A year ago in and Mississippi. Then, okay. The obvious place. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. big gay. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? No. no but well, I, mean, I don't know. No, no. It's it's um. The hell. The opposite. Okay. Right. But I would assume that my hometown. Uh, that's where we got married, and um, we got married on the beach. Oh, that's nice. The local town shut down the road for us to cross <gasps> to go over to my cousin's house and nice. neighbors and locals were running out of their houses cheering us on as Aww. the dixieland band marched us to Aww. our uh, party that's pretty and cool. they were like this is so beautiful and oh my god i love that it was really you wouldn't expect that from my know. friends from in la they New wouldn't York. do that for the jews <laughs> <laughs> they all hate us. Everyone hates us. <laughs> but yeah, friends were just like, this is not what I was expecting. Right. Um, my whole family's um, beyond accepting. And That's we awesome. just went back for our anniversary to and, spend in Mississippi. What about get- Stephanie's family? Sorry. Completely. Um, accepting. We. Yes. You lucked out. Yeah. Big time. And do they live near you? We have a commune. Her mother and sister live in the house across the oh, street, and then her brother and his girlfriend live in our guest oh house. Oh my god! It is oh my honestly because I, awesome. I had a baby where I didn't know anyone yeah. except Rich's ex-wife lived nearby, so I used her all the time to help <laughs> to me. babysit. To babysit, but also she taught me about how to like take she you know take care she of had Rich. four kids. I said to her when Rich and I got married, "Can I borrow one of your wedding dresses?" <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she she has you know she's got four kids, so she knows yeah. uh and so she showed me a lot of stuff and helped me right. help me out a lot but that's great you yeah. know if well, we didn't bond on our mutual hatred of rich i don't know how, right. it, how it would have worked <laughs> i don't know i'm in town right now with stephanie the babies and my mother-in-law yeah i was happy to read that today because like i said i had to catch up on you and uh yeah you you uh, became a mom this summer in yeah. june twin, isn't it twin the most boys. amazing thing i really if if what I went through made me care less about silliness of life and ridiculousness, right? These guys coming along, I'm just like, try. Oh God, right. just try to make me care about something more, right? Please, please. I know you don't. No, your it's whole, impossible. Your whole life, your whole life changes. changes. It's not about you anymore. Something turns on in your yeah. head as soon as you, you have a kid, right? You just you. I, for me, I feel like oh, you don't get it. You know, when they somebody's don't. like, yeah, well, what about your friend? Like, I used to have friends that are like, hey, you know, like last minute tonight, we're going to, oh, you know, we're yes. going to have margaritas. <laughs> you know, we'd love. Come on, stop by. Well, I, you know, I can't. Well, we don't want kids. We don't. Oh, really? Because I want to go out <laughs> and have margaritas with my kids. there. Yeah. Like, they think yeah. that we want to go out. Yeah. You know, and my babies hang out in the green room. Yeah, when I'm on stage or Stephanie's on stage. I'm it's like, so great. I used to in Provincetown. You know, I have a house in Provincetown. I used to, and I worked there in the summer. And like, I used to go. Uh, who was uh, Varla Jean Merman? Do you know Varla? Uh-uh. Drag queen used to go on after me, and Henry would be in the back watching him put his tits on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jack, he doesn't give a Where shit. Chuck just clips. drove off the yeah. road, by the way, Judy. Yeah. Don't, Sorry, Chuck. <laughs> you better Sorry, apologize Chuck. to Chuck on that one. And what, you have like four kids? Two or kids, two, two kids, okay. 15 and 20. Okay. And you guys used a surrogate? Uh, we did. And did you find that person through the podcast again? No. Okay. Um, we found this person. Well, I mean, the podcast situation, I was so in the middle of I, I everything I felt was yanked mm. out from under me, and I didn't trust life. And then it was like rebuilding my trust, and then these strangers that seemed so kind, and they maintained that they were kind the whole way through. They they don't call me every day and right. you know try Wait, to be my best friend. Why do you or, say seemed? Are they nice people? They are. Oh, okay. Completely. Okay. And but I was so like you know what my the, my old self would be like this is weird. Do not. And then I thought I feel like I have to really find trust someplace and it. It might be an odd place to find it, but um, it was it was really not my personality to do that. But the surrogate that my sons are Max and Finn, and um, the surrogate we found, our IVF doctor said that this couple had you know gotten this woman to be their surrogate, and then the guy was like, you know what, I don't want kids, and they split up, and this woman was ready to go. Medical expenses paid. We went and met with her, and she could. I mean, we just thought we would actually be friends with this person. Right? She was so cool and smart, and we, yeah. you know, felt very lucky. She came to the baby shower, and we would take her out to eat. Do you and, talk to her still? Um, here and there. Um, I think she follows Stephanie on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think she likes, or not Facebook, um, Instagram. 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 And just, I think she's curious to see what these guys are looking like. Well, I, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. You still have a curiosity. Even it was though. very emotional. Sure. Oh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you have twins that are babies and either one, do you have twins? No. Oh. Uh, then just you, Tig. Uh, I'll take this question. <laughs> do you just call them whatever until at some point one of the, one of the names sticks? <laughs> <laughs> well, just I think they it. know their names now. But do you, you had to get them mixed up a couple of times. No, they're the fraternal. Oh. And Max is three pounds bigger than Finn. Wow. They're hilariously okay. different sizes. Oh, okay. Max looks like... I, we were just staying at a friend's house in Woodstock, and I put Max on the couch, and he's truly, he's four months old, and his elbows... <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It. And I took a picture of him on my friend's couch and, and uh, texted it to my friend, and he said, oh my gosh, make sure you close all the baby doors. And I said, this kid can't even roll over yet. Yeah. And he said, oh my... He looks like... He's, he's ready to go. Yeah, right, 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 right. Walk around yes. my house. Wow. He's gigantic. Is he the older one? No. Wow. He, he, lo- he loves tummy time. <laughs> he does. Finn loves tummy time. No. You know, when they're sick, like, it's the best, right? Because they're, like, so lovey. Uh-huh. You'll see. And Ben. Do you, your, do you make your kids sick on oh my yeah, God. I have lunch oh my God. 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 I put Clorox in their cereal. Have right you now. ever tried putting a lot of sodium in something oh for it now? No, he had two teeth pulled. Jews. Judy, what are you doing? Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> he had two te- baby teeth, and there's no adult teeth behind it, and he had to get them pulled. And Ouch. he was like. You know, he's okay, he didn't have to. He did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> 
one of them was like falling apart. Yeah. So was it? Uh, we was got it home. Shut the fuck up. We got home, <laughs> and he was so like mushy, lovey. Uh, but he's six five, and he has a sixteen foot. And he's like laying on me, and I was like, oh. and then you look at him, and he's gigantic, but he's like got a baby face. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's I, so cute. Oh, look at you smiling. I love my. Baby. Look at you. Have kids? I got two. Yeah, I got a six-year-old uh, boy and a four-year-old girl. The cutest. He likes the, the boy better. Huh? No. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I was scared to have a girl, though. You know, Joy Behar once said to me, you know, because my ex had one. Okay. And I adopted. Had one. Had Henry. Mm-hmm. And I had Ben. Okay. And uh, Joy, Joy once said to me, "All right, you you know you love the other one better. You know you <laughs> the love, one that I, you carry. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Judy, you can't tell me you feel different. If they were both drowning, who would you save? That's what she said to me. Wow. Yeah. Well, how how does that work? For real." Keep what do you mean? away from water. No, how does that work? That is a little strange. <laughs> I love both of them. I understand that, Equally. but that's, that's a strange concept, though. And right. That to have Well, plenty of people have an adopted. I understand that. A, that's why I'm asking you. I love, they're both my kids. Well, no. you didn't carry any of them. You still love them. <laughs> yeah. Of course love them you do. Equally. Yeah. A point about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I, I, I got to put it into terms these men understand. <laughs> <laughs> I've never noticed your accent. Yeah. I know. I never. I try to keep it. <laughs> That's the way we talk in Canada. So what are you doing in town, Tig? You're here for the festival, obviously. I am. I'm doing Carnegie Hall on nice. Saturday. Where is that? Um, I don't know. No, last How year. How did you get there? You did, was it last year you did the big show where you went topless? That was two years two ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And so now I'm assuming you're going to go bottomless um, on this one. <laughs> no, but I do have... I am doing something on stage that I've never done before that... And I'm not meaning to outdo myself from the last time I was here, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to outdo, outdo yourself. It. I um, think it's high heel shoes. <laughs> can <laughs> can something, you give us a something you've never done before. Can we guess? Uh, you can guess your <laughs> face if... off, but there's no way you're going to guess this. But it's outdoing. All I'm saying is, two years ago, I took my shirt off. That was so good, though. You know why? Because. You didn't like. There was like that moment of like, "Wow, this is happening." And then Were you, you didn't. No, but I watched okay. it. And then you, um, you're like, you just did. St- you're just watching someone do stand up. Right. Well, to me, to take my shirt off and reveal double mastectomy mm. scars, I want to, of course, make a point, a political right. Point, but I also don't want to lose touch with the silly mm-hmm. part of me, right. and I think it's funny right. to be topless yes. and then go immediately into what could be considered hacky material which is, uh, <laughs> flying on an airplane That's so funny and, um, so, so funny to me um what what about your self-confidence did it ever like when you were standing there topless did it ever come up into play or you were you know the first time and did you I practice did, this somewhere else before? i did okay. i did All it right. one time at largo in right. los angeles i have a regular show out there and so i felt like all right, this is my home club. I'm going to feel comfortable doing this. And um, and I took my shirt off in L.A. And um, I could feel my posture. I immediately got a sitcom. Oh. <laughs> um, I could feel my posture not very confident. Yeah. yeah. And I remember thinking, all right. Baby steps, you know, it. I, I if you're going to take your shirt off and you're going to be like, I'm comfortable yes, with my body, yes. 
You have to kind of be comfortable. You don't want to be like something bad just happened in the back room. <laughs> right. Because right. um, I also saw the set. Terrible. <laughs> yes. I also saw the set with you, uh, Topless, and you, you owned it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You by had that your point, I, was, I had already talked myself into like um, TIG. Right. Come on. It's your. It's you gotta right. do it. But your were you, skin, your body healed. That's all it is. Right. Were you afraid of any kind of uh, blowback? Of I just course, did Fox. I, mean, I say blowback now. <laughs> <laughs> when I say, of course, I wasn't scared. Like I don't want to do it, but I thought for sure there would be. And actually, I've heard through the grapevine um, from several people. I said a couple of things, that, and then uh, well, that I'd like to apologize. Dry mouth. That uh, I have been. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of people, but I think there's been. I didn't a hear anything bad at all. That's mm-hmm. been very vocal mm-hmm. about um, not saying my name, but maybe directly pointing me out as. Um, Trying to get sympathy. And wait, 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 like, I'm no, not going to say who it is, but her mom died. She had a double mistake. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what they're saying. <laughs> wait, <laughs> like, I'm not going to say any is it, um A male or a female? It's a male. Oh, duh. Well, no, I. But but is it someone you would expect? Does that seem? If, well, I, if I you don't told know the, him personally, if you told us his name, would we be is like, he on the news? Well, I mean. You would definitely know he's he's legendary. Am I married to him? Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I said, I said legendary. Uh, no, but, um, is yeah. he on the news? Uh, on or, the news, or is he a comic? He's a comedian. Comedian, yeah. but he's a legendary comedian. Legendary has been around I'm for a, a long time. I'm a fan of his. I don't I don't care that he hates me. Oh, I'm wow. just it's fascinating wow. Who would to me. It be? It, it's fascinating. An older guy, obviously. I mean, legendary, legendary doesn't come young, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I got over 60. Out. It's a short list. I uh, want to go Cosby, but that's too, too obvious. No. Uh, no. And I'm sure uh, he's not the only one that can't stand me. Come on, but tell us. Remember when Cosby kissed you? I'm happy to tell you. <laughs> she doesn't remember because she was asleep. Tell us. She, that's he why did she had dry mouth. <laughs> during the mastectomy, she, he kissed her. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was on for pump on pump and all. He doesn't always want to use Use his own drive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's gonna. She's gonna tell yeah. us. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I don't know. You, you guys. Nobody's interested. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, are you uh, kidding? Us. Give us the initial. First initial. First initial. Norm McDonald. Oh, wow. Norm. Wow. Fascinating. <laughs> I would have I never think guessed Norm. It's probably Norm McDonald then. <laughs> I, I've heard through a few people. Wow. But um, Norm talks about. Somebody. Right, and of course you'd be a fan of his. It's so crazy. That's, yeah. so, That's so weird yeah. because I heard he's um, bringing his prostate on stage with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've. I've yeah. I wonder why that makes him uncomfortable. Well, wow, he, he I would have never guessed that. that. Um, what? What was it? Exploiting? Yeah, that I'm. That none of this is tragic, or that I'm. That the, these comedian. I can't even say it's me because <laughs> he, he never, hasn't said my name. He officially right. never um, said your name. But um, oh, it's the other one who. <laughs> No, that, I'm, that uh, these comedians are bragging and just trying. Yeah, to, that I would um, summon a brag. I'm showing my hernia scar tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not well, one of the things that I found fascinating was I think he said something about how you know, oh, my mom died young. It's like he said that's not a tragedy. Mm. And I, you think about like Pat Oswald's wife died. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? Go. Uh, that's not tragic. Hey. Yeah, you know that's you're gonna feel it for a little while. Yeah, then, uh, like what is a tragedy it. if none of this stuff is right? Tra- right, <laughs> right. So anyway, I I don't know him. Well, it personally. is. It's a personal tragedy. I mean, it's not like well, maybe he hasn't I, dealt with the 
you know, mother I, issue of whatever it is. I it's per, I don't but, care. There are so many people that can't stand me. You know, I remember a girlfriend of mine. Being I've like, got a list. Girlfriend of mine that was a comedian. We weren't getting along and some people walked out of my show and she was like, just so you know. Two people asked for their money back and walked out. And oh I was like, God. all you're doing is revealing that <laughs> yes, you're new at this. Oh, She was yeah. a comedian. Right, right. I was right, like, right. I can't believe only two walked out. Uh, right. My you know? friend Marina told me that she just did a headline set somewhere and that the manager of the club hugged her after. And she was like, you know I do this, right? <laughs> it's do this just for such a, living. a funny story to be like, ah! Oh my God, you headline! You did it! She's like, no, I, I do this every weekend. He's amazed that you pulled it off. Yeah, That's just like, so, so condescending. So precious. Uh, we're, we're being told you have a heart out, like right now, unfortunately. Um, All right, we got to get Tig out of here. Tig, it was so great Tig, to see I you. you. I swear I haven't seen you in so long. How come I, they don't have hard outs? Yeah. I don't you have anything stay. else have to do. Careers. You, you have a stay. career. But I think they want to want you to get to Philly if you got a show tonight. You must be taking a train. What time's your show? Uh, no idea. Eight? Eight thirty? Sure All right. Well, now. it's four thirty. There's traffic. Are you driving? How long does it take to get there? Like an hour and a half. What? Two hours. It's two hours. How long? It'll take uh, well, you. Well, I'd give two and a half like starting that. now. It'll the take you an hour is... just to get to the tunnel. Yeah. Are you driving? Yeah. Oh, you're fucked. You better go. You are you're fucked. Not, I'm not going to be able to get there in four you're hours? Fucked. Yes, no. you will. Okay, then I'm not leaving. Are you driving? <laughs> or is someone driving you? Norm is driving me. Uh, <laughs> how about you call the show in an hour? Somebody wears his cap. Into a wall. You know? What? You call the show in an hour and tell us how bad the traffic is. Okay. you got to leave immediately, is what I'm saying. We definitely have to take but a break. But Feinstein's 54 below. Thanks for great. having Thank me. Thank you, Tig. Love and, you dearly. And Bonnie and Judy. Thank you Wait, for having leaving? me. No, I, everyone oh, could right, stay. Right. We'll figure it out after this. I thought we were. Le- I was all right. Whatever. We'll figure it out. <laughs>